Hey, and welcome to the GCC Youth Podcast. GCC Youth is a student ministry of Gracewood Community Church. We meet every Wednesday evening from 645 to 8. Find us on Facebook or Instagram at GCC Youth Lebanon and follow us for the latest on what's happening. We hope you're encouraged by this message and inspired to grow in your faith. Thanks for listening. Now to the message. All right. So tonight we are starting a new series. Um, the only reason I'm wearing this mic is because, um, for one, it helps you guys to hear me, but also um, I'm going to resume putting our messages on the, the podcast so that people can listen to them if they want to. So I have to record them somehow. So this is how I'm going to record them. Um, but tonight we are starting a new series. Can you guess the name of the series? Hey, man, you guys are smart on top of it. Can you guess what I'm going to say next? Ah! Just kidding. So, new series. We just came off a series called what? What did we do last? What was it? Rebellious. Rebellious, right. And so we're talking, we were talking about how to... Uh, seems really hot, doesn't it? We're talking about how to uh, rebel against the things that um, the world says that are opposed to what God says. And so we do that in a, in a way that honors God, um, but that, that does not choose to follow after the culture of the world and that sort of thing. And so... Uh, this, this new series, we finished that up last week, this new series, Even If. And I want to tell you what this series is about as we get later, as we get on into the message here. But to start off, I want to tell you a story. Um, uh, this is kind of a um, solemn kind of story, kind of somber. But when I was a senior in high school, my dad got very sick. And uh, we discovered in April of 97 that he had cancer. And uh, nine months later, on December 28th, that same year, he passed away. Um, and as you can imagine, a lot changed because of that. A lot changed in our family, how our family's needs would be met. A lot of family dynamics changed. The roles that we played in our family changed, like the role that I played. And, uh, and, and we had to make huge adjustments as a family. Um, and just eight months after that, another big change uh, I moved to Texas. Um, so I was 18 years old. And looking back, um, there, you know, though there was a lot of changes or a lot of stuff going on, even though there was loss, I did realize that some very good things came from that time, some things that I learned later on, some things that helped develop in me and in my family. But one thing I definitely knew in the middle of it all was a thing that I did not like. It's called change. We all... Uh, sort of struggle with change. Change is something that nobody really likes. To, uh, and, but that's what we're going to be talking about in this series is change. Um, you know, as a, as a high schooler, you're probably used to change, you know, and you change classes all the time, right? That's when you're at school. You'll probably have different teachers this year than you did last year. Maybe some of the same. I don't know. Uh, you see people graduate every year. That's a big change. And you see new freshmen show up every year coming in. Maybe the change for you is that you are the new freshman this year. Uh, and that, that might be what that looks like. Uh, you've seen your body change. You've seen your friend groups change. You, you, your view on certain things change over the time period of your life. And let's just be honest. Um, there, there are a few things that are true when it comes to change. And the first, the first thing is this. Some change is awesome. Some change is great. Maybe you, you change hairstyles and you really like the end result. And you're like, cool, this is a good change for me. I like it. Maybe other people like it too. I don't know. Um, or maybe you gain some new friends. Or you get more opportunities to play on your team in a, in a different role that you wanted to. And that change to you is a good change that you welcome. Those are good changes. 
But it doesn't always work like that, does it? Not all change feels like good change. Some change is awful. And when those kind of changes happen, you know, we don't like it. We don't like it when those kind of changes happen. Uh, maybe it's, an, for example, when you have a close friend, you've been close friends with this person for a long time, they move away, something like that happens, or they switch schools, and that's no fun. Or maybe you go through a breakup, boyfriend, girlfriend breakup or something, it's not a cool change. Maybe your family breaks apart, and you have no control over that, and it's hard to embrace that kind of change. That change hits you hard. So some change is, is uncomfortable, it's just uncomfortable. Some change is just awful in life. Here's another thing about change when it comes to it. Like it or not, like it or not, change is going to happen. Change happens. It's inevitable. It's simply a part of life, especially in high school, especially in the stage of life that you're in. It's going to be a lot of changes. There's no guarantee that the way things were before will continue to be the way things are. Um, in fact, you can guarantee the opposite in most cases. So whether you like it, you love it, you hate it, um, even if you're numb about it, it's a reality. You can't change that. You can't escape it. Uh, you can't make it go away. But here's the last thing that's true about change. When it comes to change, everybody is affected. Everybody around you is somehow affected by change. Let me give you an example. A big life-altering change is if maybe your parents get divorced. Obviously, that's a, that's a big change for them. But it also affects you too, right? It affects you in a major way. Uh, and that's a huge, uh, it's a huge, huge change. Same is true if a, a teacher or a coach switches schools. Maybe someone you were close to, someone you relied on, or looked up to. If a friend moves away, huge change. We've talked about that. But there is this ripple effect that happens with change when some types of changes happen. Everyone is affected. It has an impact uh, on more than just them or more than just you. It has an impact on others as well. When the, uh, the after is different than the before, it kind of has a way of affecting everybody to a degree. And the not just the people who are directly involved with the change or who the change was about. And as uncomfortable as that is, there's some good news about change. And uh, we're going to talk about that tonight. Something that has the potential to transform the way we view change. Okay? Because we can view change as a negative thing all the time. Because there's a lot of negative changes that we will experience in life. Or we can see that there is change that is a good change. And maybe the way that we view change can give us a better outlook. And th the truth is that people have been struggling with how to handle change forever, for a long time. Uh, when you read the Bible, uh, and, it, and about, you read about the writers God used to tell His story in the different books of the Bible, you'll find that they also struggled with this idea of change as well. It wasn't just, it wasn't, it's just not just new to us. It's something that's been around for a long time. So it's not only, um, it's not new, it's just, it's something that's, that even the heroes of our faith dealt with in their lifetime. And so that should be kind of comforting. You know, these people were people that we look up to as we read Bible stories, you know, about, about Paul and about David and Daniel and, and all these people in the Bible. Like they had problems with change. Change happened. And they went through a lot of the same stuff we all go through. They went through loss, broken relationships. They went through heartbreak. They went through uncertainty. They went through insecurity. Um, they, they went through a lot just uncertainty about life and, and so much more. And many of them wrestle with this question of how can they trust God when their lives seem to be this constant series of just un unwanted, unexpected change in their life. Uh, not too unfamiliar with the things that we deal with on, on a daily basis, really. But over and over again, the thing that made these guys stand out in the Bible is not that their names are written down in a book in the Bible, but is that they kept coming back to a, a truth, 
the same truth. While a lot of them, many of them actually, had helpful things to say in the Bible about dealing with change, I want to look at a particular author, uh, a particular book in the Bible, Hebrews, and what he had, and what this person had to say about change. Now, I said he, and I kind of corrected myself because we really don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews. A lot of people think Paul wrote it because of where it was. Some people will give a strong enough argument in the other direction that it was somebody else. But we really don't know. But we do know it was someone who had consistency with what they wrote um, in other books of the Bible. And so Hebrews is a letter that was written to Christians who were learning how to follow Jesus in their Jewish way of living in the world. Okay, Jewish Christians. And it's important to know because a lot of people think this letter was written to Jewish Christians living in Jerusalem who were going through persecution for their faith, which means they were treated with a lot of hostility. They were threatened to be killed for their religious beliefs. And, and the persecution was actually so bad that some of the Jewish Christians uh, were thinking of converting back to the Jewish religion so they wouldn't be persecuted, so people wouldn't threaten them and, and, uh, and treat them with such hostility. Uh, and so because of that, much of the book of Hebrews is focused on Jesus and how following Him is not just this good idea, but it's, it's the best idea no matter how bad things get, and it talks about it in there. We're actually going to start in the last chapter, though, to start out tonight, where it says this. In Hebrews 13, 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen, if you believe what this one verse says in the Bible, it will not only change your life, but it will change how you process God's Word as you read it every time you open the pages of the Bible. To put it even more plainly, Jesus never changes. He's always the same. However He was before, we read about Him loving, kind, He's for you, He's righteous, He's generous. That's how He's going to be after. And it also means that God doesn't change even if everything around us changes. It also means that when everything around us feels unstable, Jesus is not unstable. Okay? When everything around us feels inconsistent, Jesus is not inconsistent. He's always constant in being good. He never changes. Please remember that. That is so important. He never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So why is that so important? Uh, here's maybe one way to explain this. Imagine a huge tree. Maybe you have one in your, back, in your backyard right now on a, on a farm. You've drove by and seen one at a park. You've seen one somewhere on some land. I'm talking about one of those big, sturdy trees with tons of branches, big, bulky leaves. It goes really out really wide. It's real full, and it's just big. You can tell this tree is heavy. It's big. It's strong. Uh, think of like a big oak or something like that, a big tree. What is it that keeps that tree in the ground? It's its roots, right? So every season when the weather changes, when the wind blows, when there's buildup of snow and ice in the winter, there's, uh, the rain falls, the sun beams down, maybe there's a drought or something like that, um, the tree is not moved because of its roots. With all the, ch all, all the change that happens around just a tree, think about it, seasons and all that, leaves falling and weight shifting and things landing in the tree and weight on it and, um, and ice and stuff like that, it would be easy to think that maybe the tree would just fall down and give up. But it doesn't, right? It's, it's rooted in the place that it's at, no matter what change happens around it. And I've heard that a lot of roots in trees uh, are equal to the size of the branches in underground in some ways. You know, so it's just mirror-like because of the strength of the tree. And sometimes they go even further. 
And that's, that's kind of what I want you guys to get a picture of, this big, strong tree. That's what an unchanging God looks like, and that's, that's kind of what He does for us. He keeps us rooted, and He keeps us stable. It's very important. The thing is, when we're focused on Him, God, who never changes, we're able to stay steady and secure, okay? Like that tree that's unshakable, you can't break it. When everything around us feels like it's about to fall out from under us, and, and we just don't feel we just don't feel safe and secure anymore. That that is he's the one who will never uh, who will never wander or falter. Um, he is unshakable and he does not change even if everything else does. God does not change ever, even if everything else does. Okay. So as you read His Word, it's important to remember that the things you read. You know, pray. A good thing to do before you read the Word is to pray before you read. Ask God to show you the things that He wants to show you, that He wants to, to talk to you about, because you will get different things when you read the Word. You can read the same verse a few times. You'll get different things as you read it. But ask Him to speak to your heart about what you read and understand that the things that you're reading, no matter, no matter what the world is saying, no matter what culture is saying, we just talked about rebellious, being rebelling against culture, you will have to rebel against culture in some way um, when, you, when you read the Word if you're going to take it in, if you're going to soak it in, because culture will go against everything the Word says, in some cases in your life, in a lot of cases in your life. And so you will have to decide who you're going to be planted, who you're going to be rooted in. Are you going to be rooted in a world that is always changing? Are you going to be rooted in a God who never changes? You have to make that decision up. And when we're rooted in God and going through change, what it doesn't mean is that we're all of a sudden happy with every difficult circumstance that comes to life. Because... God didn't promise happiness, you know, <laughs> but He did promise to be with us through it. What it actually looks like is knowing truth, what God, His commitment to never change and experiencing diff difficulty and disappointment at the same time, like knowing the truth while you're experiencing it. And sometimes He will bring you through it quicker than other times. Other times it's a process. It's not always this miraculous flip a switch and all of a sudden the lights come on. Oh, I'm good now, you know, or you come up for air. You feel like you need to come up for air, you know, because things are so tough. What he has promised is that we can know his love and that his purpose for us is that he will not change. And, and, and so he can use any change, even the bad change, for good because he's always faithful. He is always faithful to be with us and that never changes. So like the tree, we can be rooted in God and experience peace no matter what. Um, here's a very simple phrase to, to remember, and we had it up here a second ago, but God doesn't change even if, dot, 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 okay? And the reason we put the, the dot, dot, dot there is so that you can fill it in with anything. He's, he's solid. He's unmovable ground that we can, we can root our lives in. It was true back then, and just like Hebrews 13.8 says, it is true now because we read the same words from the same God who provided the same words to the people who wrote the book. When the writer of Hebrews said it, it is still true today. So let's talk about the application about that. What does it mean for us? And I'm talking about for you and I. Here's some examples. It means, uh, you know, even if God doesn't change, okay? Even if things are unpredictable and out of control, he's, He has the ability to hold the whole world in place. And he, and he never changes. Even if things will never be the same because of a death in your family or permanent injury or chronic health issue or, or um, a lack or a need or something that you have, God's availability to hear your prayers never changes. He's not on vacation. He's like, oh man, I can't reach out to God right now. I'm going through this thing. You know, he's on vacation. He didn't, he didn't listen to me right now. No, he's always there. He's promised to always be faithful. That's what it means when he's faithful. 
Even if what lies ahead is exciting, because hey, you made the team, you aced the audition, you, you passed the driver's test, whatever it is, the amount of God's love for you doesn't change. It's not like, oh, God's not like looking at you and I'm, I'm even more proud of you now because you actually achieved something. No, He loves you the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> he loves you. Okay? Even if what, what is ahead of you is kind of new territory, like changing schools, changing grades, um, graduating, starting a new job, God's promise to be with you never changes, even if what lies ahead is, is scary for you. Even if you're unsure, even if, even if you have this inkling of fear, God's faithfulness and reliability to, to keep you steady, that will, He will never change. Um, and on top of that, one of the things you can rely on that God will never change is His love for you. Okay, No matter what change you're facing and no, no matter how much you desert Him or walk away from Him, He still loves you the same. He's with you when things are going steady. When things are going well, He's with you when things change and things aren't going so well. And everything in between, He's with you. He's right there. So, you know, next time we experience change in our life, and you certainly will, we all will, we don't have to be just kind of uprooted and like, oh, what's going to happen now by fear or frustration or insecurity. But you can remain steady and stable by staying rooted in an unchanging God. To help you do that, here's kind of a practical step. I want you to remember one, I want you to try one thing, and I just said it. I want you to remember. That's the thing. I want you to remember. You're like, remember what? Okay. Think about, I want you to remember a time when God was faithful to you in the past. I know I, I can stop and think about many times when He was faithful to me. I want you to remember a time when you felt God's love in your life. Or I want you to remember a time that you saw God's goodness somewhere in your life. I think we could all stop and we could think about that. The fact, just if you can't think of anything specific, just the fact that you woke up and you had a fresh breath of air this morning and the sun rose and hey, it rained. We need some rain, didn't we? <laughs> you know, those are things to be thankful for. Just those are things in nature just to be thankful for. But there's so much, okay? Your heart's still beating today. You know, you have, a, you have an outlook on life. You can have a good outlook. Um, maybe for you, maybe it was coming to church tonight, or maybe it was coming to church to this church at all and finding friends here. Uh, maybe you, maybe it was at a camp or something, or maybe it was that when someone you loved was sick, people supported you. A lot of whole bunch of people came and supported you by making family a bunch of meals and helped out in a million little ways here and there. Uh, or maybe it was when someone in your family lost their job, and even though it was really scary, somehow you grew closer as a family. Or maybe it was over the last year or so. Uh, you experienced a bit of loneliness that might have forced you to draw closer to God and to seek Him out. Um, remember those things in your life. Write a few of them down if you have to and, and go back and look at them. Uh, I've said this before, but you know, a lot of times in the Bible you'll see it say, remember the goodness of God. Remember what He did for you back in this place. Remember what God did in the wilderness. So it talks about you know, the Israelites when they were going through the wilderness. And, um, when they have been freed from slavery. Remember the God who freed you from that. You know, it talks about that. Why does it say to remember those things? Because it is a reminder of the faithfulness of God so that we don't forget. Because He never forgets His promises to us. But sometimes we forget how good He is. And so remember those things in, in your life. And then remember that the same God who was there when those things happened is the same God who's with you even right now. Uh, so if God was faithful, if He was committed to you in that season of life, 
then you can be certain that he'll be faithful in other seasons of life. He'll be faithful in the future. And, I mean, really, for us, wouldn't it be nice to have something unchangeable that we can, we can focus on and trust even when everything around us seems to change sometimes? Uh, because we kind of like put our roots into other things. Like we're like, okay, this is pretty stable. I like this. I'll just kind of like cling to this. But then something happens to that and it like tears you up. Well, God is that stability that we need. He's the one that we can, we can uh, focus on. He's the one we can trust. Um, and it would give us confidence that no matter how unstable things are in our life, we have this rock, this, this root in God who always loves you and never changes. So God doesn't change even if, and you can fill in the blank with whatever you can think of right there, whatever, and then you'll find out that he's still the same, no matter what, okay? God doesn't change, even if you fill in the blank. That's an incredible thing to remember. Um, he, he was the same before, he'll be the same after. And um, so as we finish up tonight, remember, this is one of the reasons why we meet together. We meet together to encourage one another, to come together and to remember the things that are true about God, Remember the things that he's done for us. He's done a lot of great things in this group. If we just talk about just this one group, he's done a lot of great things in our life. We've heard stories from you guys. Uh, one of the ways that you can do this, though, is to speak truth about what God says to those around you here. If there's a negative thing, you're in a conversation with other people, there's a negative thing that's said or done, you know, don't be afraid to speak up with the truth of what God has done and what God says about it. That's very important. Instead of maybe putting other people down, remember how good God has been to you and use this time to encourage each other uh, and to remember the things about God that, that never change. Because when we remember the things that He's done for us, we remember how faithful He is. It helps close the gap between us and Him. Not that He's ever walked away from us, but sometimes we walk away from Him, right? Sometimes we go a little bit too far away from Him and we need to be reminded of His goodness. And so when we're reminded of His goodness, that brings us closer to God. It brings us closer to other people. Um, and, and that's ultimately what he wants, is us to trust in him. Because he is incredibly capable of meeting any need in our life. He's capable of keeping us stable. All right, He's capable that even when everything around us in life changes, of, of keeping us rooted in him, knowing that we're in his hands right, above anything else. So... Even if, right? Even if he, whatever happens, God doesn't change. All right, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your unchanging love for us to start off. There's so many things that we could be thankful for. You're so faithful to us in everything, even when we are uh, not faithful, God. And forgive us when we're like that. Forgive us when we doubt. Even though we read your words and we know Sometimes we fall away and we're so sorry. Forgive us for that. We want to turn around our lives. We want to turn to you. We want to seek you in all that we do. We want to be rooted in you so that there's nothing that can knock us out of uh, uh, balance, that, that, can, that the stability that we need is in you and found in you alone and in no one else. Father, our lives are yours. We surrender them to you. Please have your way in our lives. Please move in our lives and help us to fix our eyes on you daily. A daily thing that we do, that we, we, we take of that mantle that you love us, that you've put over us, that your love and your faithfulness is there always and it never changes. And we thank you so much for that verse in Hebrews that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that same is that you are a great God. And you're mighty. 
And we thank you for your, your powerful name. Thank you for your grace and mercy in our lives. And for each person in this room, we just pray uh, protection. We pray health over every person in this room and their families, God. We pray as they come and as they go, Father, that they will be witnesses of you and uh, bear witness about how good you are in their own lives and so that we'll bring other people and draw other people to you, closer to you, so they would come to know you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.